Colby. Travis. I am excited. I am excited. Uh, this is our annual podcast where we look to the year ahead in children's literature. We're looking at 2023. Uh, we made a Google Doc. We have some categories with some different things that we are excited about, looking forward to. And we're just going to kind of go through those and talk all about um, the books that have us looking ahead. What do you think? I am so excited. Travis, it feels like Kidlet just keeps getting better and better every year. More and more awesome creators join the party and the best of the best continue to make good books for kids. So I can't wait to see what we're talking about in 11 months at our end of the year wrap up podcast episode. Yeah, that's true. I feel like some of the um, some of the books that we talk about right now will be things that we're looking back on at the end of the year as being really memorable. Travis, what 2023 book are you most looking forward to reading? A First Time for Everything by Dan Santat. It's a graphic novel memoir. And just the story about it, uh, the story behind it, is so interesting to me. The last time when Dan Santat was on the podcast, it was when he uh, made the book uh, Harold and Hogg Pretend for Real, I think was the title of it. It was the Elephant and Piggy-like reading series book that he did. Um, After we recorded that episode, we turned off the the mics and uh, I asked him what he was working on right now and he talked about this book, A First Time for Everything. And he kind of like told me the whole story of him, you know, as like a young teenager going to London, uh, with like a class, it was like a class trip type situation. And there was, he was like way too young to be overseas. And there was like danger, there was romance, there was the Wimbledon tennis tournament. And I just, I couldn't believe it was all true. I couldn't, and I couldn't wait to see the book after I heard the story. And now that book is coming. Um, this year in 2023 and I cannot wait to read it. Yeah, I would go I would go with the exact same book and I actually had a very similar conversation with Dan a couple of years ago in like a basement bar at a conference in Texas <laughs> and I was yeah. just blown away. Uh, he's actually going to be on the yarn Travis for for that book and his publicist I didn't even know that. His publicist set it up and she's like I can send you a like PDF of the book and I'm like nope. I am absolutely not going to read that book until I can hold it in my hands. I'm not going to yeah. read an advanced copy. I want to read the finished thing in all its glory. So I am also extremely excited to read a first time for everything by Caldecott medalist and friend of the show, Dan Santa. Friend of the show. Can't wait to read it. So I, okay. I was on your TikTok yesterday. Um, I had I I re put TikTok on my phone. I saw. And I was like, I th- okay, I'm- thanks for the follow. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay, uh, you know, I I got to get back on here. I got to give this another shot because I feel like there's some people who are doing really cool things on there, you included. Thanks, and Travis. I got on there, and you did the recent video. Well, it was a YouTube video too of. Um, of 2023 books yeah. that you've read and, and that you've loved. And so our first category in uh, in the episode today is a 2023 book that you've already read and loved. 
if you haven't yet, I do encourage people who are listening to watch your video because you roll through like a bunch of different books coming out here in the next few months uh, that you have already read and loved. I feel like you're the 2023 expert uh, already on children's books. So do you want to start with your first uh, book sure. that you've already read and loved? Yeah, I'll share, I'll share a couple. Uh, number one, A Work in Progress by Jared Lerner is phenomenal. It is an illustrated novel in verse about a boy who starts to get teased for his weight. And it's phenomenal. The kids can't get enough of it. Novels in verse are wildly popular in my class. Graphic novels are wildly popular in my class. And it feels like Jared has put them together in a way that kids just can't stop reading it. We have an advanced copy in my classroom and they are flying through it. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's excited about it. And so that format is beautiful and it's about a really important topic. And that is uh, kids dealing with people not being kind to them because of, because of their size. Uh, so that's a beautiful book. And I'm going to talk about a nonfiction picture book, Travis, because I'm not as good at reading nonfiction as I should. But Melissa Stewart has written a book called Whalefall, Exploring, Exploring an Ocean Floor Ecosystem. Have you seen this one? No. Travis, have you ever like wondered? Because I never did. Like what happens when like a 70-ton whale dies? Oh, yeah. Well, it affects millions of creatures over multiple decades, like 70 years. It's fascinating. The book is beautiful. Whoa. So if you are looking for a great nonfiction picture book, check out Whalefall. It's just awesome. So Travis, what is a 2023 yeah. book that you've read and loved? The one that really stands out for me, the one that I read a few weeks back, and it's really stuck with me, is Vashti Harrison's author-illustrator debut it's called Big. It kind of uh, hits on a lot of the same themes as A Work in Progress by Jarrett Lerner that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, it's about a girl who begins to feel like she doesn't fit in because of her body. And uh, the story is one of her coming to kind of understand and accept herself. And I think it's uh, one that's really going to stick with readers. So mm. Big by Vashti Harrison yeah. is the book that I've already read and loved. You've read that one too. Yeah, the way that she draws the character, like the way that she has like the different sizes that she draws the character in the book, not like proportionately, but just like the way she uses the space on the page is fascinating to me. I yes. agree that it's, um, I think it's actually going to be like if Farmhouse is the picture book if Farmhouse was the picture book in 2022 that people were talking about as a possibility for the Newberry and Caldecott, I think yeah. that's what big will be in 2023. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's, it's only January. We're already saying that, but I think that's true. I really think that's true. That's going to be, that's going to be a mock Caldecott one uh, to watch for sure. Yeah. And I will tell you one more that I want to add before we move on, yeah. because I just read this last week have you seen the tree in the river by aaron becker i haven't read it yet okay so it's just the best i read it all to my fifth graders on i think thursday of last week and it's a wordless picture book and it was just 
like one of those magical moments in your classroom where it's just like, it felt like everyone was 100% engaged. There were a few oohs and ahs and like, wow, wows. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we finished it and they just loved it. And then we went back and looked at the beginning again and they noticed some things that just blew my mind. And it's just one that I think is just awesome. Aaron Becker, man, he is like a master of books that are kind of like cinematic. Like it almost feels like a movie. Um, I haven't even, I haven't read this book yet, but I'm guessing if there were oohs and ahs that there was mm-hmm. kind of some cinema, cinematic elements. He's a master of, yeah, p- putting those little details in um, along the way that kind of, cl- you know, give hints about what's going to come in the story. He, uh, you know, his journey trilogy is exactly that. Um, mm-hmm. So I am really excited to read that book. Yeah, we watched his, um, we read Journey on Friday, and then we re- uh, watched some of his videos from back when he was making Journey. Um, yeah. They're, the kids were really into it, so I'm Oh, excited. cool. I can't wait to read it. All right, Colby, in 2023, there are some very well-known authors who have books coming out. So I thought I would just kind of list some of them. We can throw out any comments or thoughts that we might have. That sounds good. Gary D. Schmidt, our guy, Gary Mm -hmm. D. Schmidt, uh, friend of the show, friend of the show, (laughs) Gary D. Schmidt. (laughs) He is, he's back uh, with the labors of Hercules Beale. Um, Anytime that he writes something new, I'm excited to read it. Um, He's a Michigan guy, so I think he has a special place in our hearts um, on top of just being, you know, one of the great uh, children's book writers today. Um, so I'm excited to be, to read whatever he has coming. Um, when the clouds touch us by Tang Ha Lai, which she was the author of inside out and back again. Is that a sequel to inside out and back again? No, it is. Yeah. I just looked it up. It is, uh, inspired by the author's own childhood. This stunning novel in verse is a sequel to the award winning number one bestseller inside out and back again. So now would be a good time to read inside out and back again to get ready for yes, when the clouds a great touch books. Us. Uh, the one and only Ruby by Catherine Applegate. So that's kind of completing her one and only trilogy, right? That's kind of probably the, th- the third and final book in that series. Did you know that I never read the one and only Bob finished it? No. Yeah. So I was reading that it allowed to my fifth graders in March of 2020. Oh. And I said, Hey, we're not going to be in school the next few weeks. And I promise, and I was reading it aloud for like, right when I got the copy, I was reading it together. And I promised them that I wouldn't finish it until we went back to class and we never did. Whoa. You'll have to like invite your class over to your house over the summer. Yeah. Pool party. You guys. Yeah. Pool party. And you, and you're just reading aloud. (laughs) Finish it. Yeah. You're reading aloud while everyone's playing in the pool. That's fine. <laughs> Another friend of the show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Catherine Applegate. Yep. Um, School Trip by Jerry Craft, um, author of New Kid. Another um, third book in the series, yeah. Another third book in the series, yeah. Um, you know, every, all of the, the New Kid books so far have been great by Jerry Craft. I've really enjoyed those, and kids have loved them as well, and mm-hmm. I'm excited to read this one. Absolutely. Um, Once Upon a Book by Grace Lynn and Kate Messner. 
uh, um, a book that I haven't read yet, but seeing excerpts, seeing uh, images from the illustrations, seeing the cover, it has me very intrigued. Um, It kind of seems like there's a little bit of like a meta element going on to the book like on the cover of the book i think Mm. there's like a girl who's walking into a book have you seen the cover of it yeah a lot of buzz around this one i'm excited to read it yeah um that's you know potential um maybe some potential mock caldecott um going on for that one too um john clausen has a new book called the skull which is um, based on an old um fairy tale that he discovered in uh, while he was doing like an author visit at a school in Alaska, mm-hmm. I believe. And so um, I actually went in when I, when I saw that this book was coming out, I, I went and I found that fairy tale because it's like a, a known fairy tale that's out there. This is his retelling of it. Did it make you want to retell the fairy tale? It made me want to see the skull because I think because I think it is I can just uh, based on the books that John Clausen has made and his sensibility, uh, I really can see him being drawn to this kind of a story. It's kind of like there's a little bit of creepiness, but there's also kind of some humor Mm. in it as well. Uh, And I think it's a really good match for his his artwork. So I'm looking forward to that. And he has a Another book with Mac Barnett coming out this year, How Does Santa Go Down the Chimney, which just looks wonderful. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's coming out next fall. Yep. Yeah. Um, And a book that you have read is also uh, coming out by Brian Selznick called Big Tree. And it's another kind of one of his books in, in kind of in the vein of Hugo Cabaret, where there's a lot of artwork, black and white artwork mixed with text. Do you want to talk about this one for a sec? Yeah. So you have the story of these two seeds, these two seeds from a, a tree. And the story is told over a very, very, very long period of time and involves uh Earth or uh, volcano eruptions and meteors and dinosaurs and it's all about these seeds trying to fulfill their purpose and figure out their purpose in life. No idea how we pull it together, but it's Brian Selznick and it's a masterpiece once again. One more that I want to add before we move on to the next thing is yeah. Sunshine by Jared Krasaska, uh, another young adult yes. memoir from him. Hey, kiddo, was wonderful. Sunshine is so interesting. It's the story of Jared going to a camp for kids that were sick growing up. And it was, it kind of felt like, like a, you know, like kids that are maybe dying of cancer or just have some really term, some different terminal illnesses or don't get a chance to do things like go away to camp. Uh, Jared volunteered and went away to this camp and helped kids. And uh, that was also an opportunity for their families to experience a little bit more normal of a time in life. Uh, it was awesome, though. I, I loved it. I think I, I loved it as much as Hey Kiddo, which was a National Book Award finalist. So, sunshine. That is currently like on the top of my to-read pile. I can't wait to get started on that one. And yeah, Hey Kiddo was such a great book, and I'm excited to read this one too. Also, great follow on TikTok, Jared Krasowska. I know you're looking for people. Great follow. I, I on the day that uh, what was that? Yesterday, I yeah. followed you. I also followed him. Who who did you follow first? 
It's fine if it's um, Jared. It's fine. No, I, I actually think I searched for you first. And then I did the thing. I don't know if this creeps people out. I did the thing where I, I clicked on who you follow. Okay. And a lot, then of, I, a lot of comedy I, accounts, Travis. A lot of comedy accounts. <laughs> <laughs> there's some athletes. There's yes, some comedy accounts. <laughs> and then... And then uh, there were children's book, you know, yeah. lit people. And so then it was like, oh, good. Okay. And then that's I just a great strategy. A bunch I don't of... think that's creepy. I think that's the best way to join a new social media. So, so in 2023, sometimes we like to, sometimes we make, like to make predictions for the coming year. And I have a prediction for 2023, but it's, I feel like since I wrote this, so when we first went in and filled in these categories that, a we, month that ago. we wrote. I did it about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And for my prediction for 2023, I wrote AI everything question Alan, marks. Like Alan Iverson crossovers coming back. <laughs> Artificial intelligence. Oh, that AI, I see. And I feel like since I wrote this a month ago and to until today, like so much has happened. Like I wrote this after I had had a conversation with a friend who teaches at a college, at okay. a, a community college in Petoskey. And uh, he said, have you seen this, this chat GPT or whatever it's called? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, what is that? And he said, he basically said, um, student essays are over because you can go into, into this chat box and you can ask it to, to write your essay for you. And you can ask it to do it in a certain style and you can ask it to, you know, be really specific. And, um, that really like shocked me. And it's, um, since then I've been seeing it everywhere. AI, there Mm -hmm. people are talking about AI with, um, artwork. People are talking about AI with, um, children's books. There's this fool who created a children's book using AI, uh, and AI art and really faced like a lot of backlash from it because everyone who creates children's books is kind of like, Hey, uh, <laughs> time out. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's going on here? Why, why is this a good thing that you just, you know, made a children's book in a weekend when there's real people who are making real art, who are taking time and care and love with it. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's just something that's going to continue into 2023. A, f- a couple months ago, I did a blog post where when I first was seeing the AI art stuff, I was like, okay, I always think, how can I use this in a blog post? Always. And that, that's, that's always where my mind goes first. I'm always and at all times on the lookout for blog posts. And um, so I was like, okay, well, why don't I tell it I go on the website and I'm, why don't I tell it what the covers of some classic children's books look like and see what it, what it makes. And so I typed in stuff like, you know, um, a, a book cover with a boy wizard and, you know, it comes up with like sort of like a Harry Potter type uh-huh. cover, but it doesn't quite look right. Um, and I gotta say the AI art creeped me out I didn't like looking at it. I didn't like posting it. I didn't even post the images on my website. I made links if people wanted to click on (laughs) the links to look at the covers that it made because there is just something weird and disturbing about AI art. Um, And so I guess I'm just kind of concerned about it, worried about it. 
Um, I know that it's probably the situation where it's never, it's not going away. It's going to be something that's here now and we're going to have to sort of adapt and figure out how it's going to work with, with how we're creative now. Um, but man, it has me just kind of creeped out, I guess. Have you seen any of the, that yeah. stuff coming up? It's like, kind of weird. I know that you just joined TikTok. There's this filter that you can use and it just like, you put your face in the little circle on the screen and then it creates an image of you. It's very creepy. Yeah. Very creepy. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, definitely something that I think is going to be on everyone's mind. People who are creative, um, it's going to be on their mind here um, for a long time to come. I think, Travis, what's going to happen in 2023, I think it's going to be the first time since Holes, only the second time ever, and I have no idea what book, that the Newbery Medalist <laughs> and the National Book Award champion is going to be the same book. I'm obsessed yeah. with this. I'm fascinated yeah. by this. Not even yeah. There's not even that many times where like the like Newbery Honor winner won the National Book Award. It doesn't happen very often. A lot of times the National Book Award goes to a little bit older of an audience. But yes. I just want that to happen again. I think that would be fun. I know. That would be fun. That That is, I love that prediction. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows what book it could be? When maybe Clouds it Touch could Us. Be some, maybe it could be The Big Tree by Brian Selznick. That's true. You never know. Um, okay, so the podcast. We've been doing the podcast for a while now. Yeah. There's a lot of great people who we've talked to. Some people who, I don't know, personally, I don't know how you feel, where I was like, there's no way we're ever, we would ever interview this particular person. And we got a chance to interview them, which was, has just been so cool. And it's been such a fun thing. Mm. I, all the time, I think, man, I'm so um, thankful, happy that Colby had the idea to start this podcast, asked me to do it with him. But there's still some people who we haven't talked to yet. So every year, at the end of the year, we write down people who we would like to have on the yarn in 2023. Do you want to start? Yes. Since we started doing this year review, you always ask this question, and I always have Jacqueline Woodson on the list. <laughs> yes. Uh, I do feel like we could get her to do the show. We Yes. Haven't asked. Um, so no. maybe the next time she has a middle grade novel coming out, I will ask. Yes. Um, step one is ask, right? Step one. Because we got like lots of like Abby Wambach we got on the show, which is pretty wild. Unbelievable. Right? Like, and like yeah. now she has like her and her wife have like one of the top 10 podcasts in the world. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So she was on, she would never be probably be on the yard now, but. Uh, <laughs> But interesting, like a lot of the books that you mentioned that are coming out in 2023 are sequels, right? Of these beloved yeah. series, or it's a third book in the series. Yeah. Um, and there's a new Wild Robot coming out, and I've never yes. interviewed Peter Brown. Has Peter Brown, did you interview him? I don't think he's been on the show, has? No. No, yeah, that's one that's like weird to me to think about. Like Jacqueline Woodson makes sense that she hasn't been on the show. But yeah. Peter Brown, like we know him, if we saw him in a hotel bar at a conference, we would like hang out with him. But it's weird that we've never had him on the show. So I think that would be a fun one as well. I love both of those. Jackie Woodson, Peter Brown. I absolutely uh, second both of those. 
So mine, my first one is um, the NBA point guard, Chris Paul. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I saw that he had a buck. <laughs> well, we almost had Shaq. We like legit almost had Shaq. So it's so possible. I am, as you might know, I am against celebrity picture books, mm-hmm. celebrity books in general. Um, you know, Jim Carrey, get out of here. Um, you know, Reese Witherspoon, go home. Like the, you know, these celebs, they come in, it's like they're building a mansion in the world of children's literature that they don't even live in. They just visit it every once in a while and they take up all the space. I don't like it. But, um, the one exception that I'll make is when NBA stars make children's books and then I'm, I'm all for it. Keep them, keep them come. Shaq, keep making books. Chris Paul, let's have another one. Um, because it gives me hope that maybe, uh, we could have one of them on the show, uh, on the yarn at some point. So Chris Paul, I saw he has a children's book. What would be the perfect setting for that? Would you want to like be like at a conference at a table? Would you want to be in like a quiet room? Would you want to be like just mic'd up? If you're wearing like lapel mics, just shooting, just taking jumpers. Like how would you (laughs) one-on-one, like what would that look like, Travis? Because you're you're taller than Chris Paul. Like I think you could back, I think you could back him down. You might be able to back him down a little bit. No, no, definitely not. Um, I would love to, I would love to just sit down with him at like, maybe he would be like an ALA. He'd be like a. He'd be like a, a an opening or closing keynote speaker. Okay. I could see that happening. And then after his keynote, uh, we just go to some, you know, random conference room and, and sit down and, and talk about talk about things. That sounds awesome. I'm down for that. Also, R. Gregory Christie, um, great, great children's book artist. Um, he is someone who I've just really admired for a long time, and I'd love to talk to him. Another guy who we both know, who we've been trying to get on this podcast for a very long time and have been unsuccessful, is our friend John Shu. Do you think? Do you think he's avoiding us? Do you think like he like doesn't want to talk to us because he's been on other podcasts, Travis? Do you uh, think should we get offended? Should we be offended? If you're listening to this, friends, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, we want you to, if you're, if you're on social media, share it and ask John Shu why he has not accepted our invitation to be on the yarn. Because, you know, we're all born the same year. We're good friends. We've known each other since our late 20s. We're all in our 40s now. I feel like he's icing us out a little bit. I think it's, it might be the sort of situation where it's like, it's almost easier to talk to somebody you don't know than mm-hmm. somebody that you do. I feel like maybe that's, that's the, the, the thing, that's the issue. That's the, yeah, the problem. I'm, I do think that to interview John, it would need to be in person. Like I yes. think that that would be weird to interview him over Zoom. Definitely. Um, so John, let's make that happen in let's 2023. John has a new book coming out in 2023. This is a story. And Lauren this Castillo is a story. Did the illustrations. Yeah. Lauren Castillo Caldecott honor winner, Lauren Castillo. Um, so that would be a perfect opportunity to do it. I think it's I think it's gonna happen, actually. I'm gonna go on the record and say I think it's gonna happen. What's more um, likely? What's more yeah. likely? Yeah. John Shu on the yarn or yeah. Chris Paul on the yarn? Definitely John Shu. John Shu, all right. 
100% John Shu. Brian Collier. Um, he's been on as a part of a picture book panel mm-hmm. that I did at ALA a couple years ago, but I would love to talk to him solo. He seems like such a good guy, and man, what a pro. He's been doing it for so long that I feel like he has a real, a lot of like um, good perspective on children's books. John Agee. John Agee is like the mystery man. Like I see his books come out. He's always putting out books just about every time he puts out a new book. I read it and I'm like, this might be the perfect picture book. And then you just, you never see him. He's not on social media that I'm aware of. Um, You rarely would see him at a conference. You know, the one time that I saw him, it was at the nerdy book club gathering at NCTE. So the Nerdy Book Club was able to draw him out of his hiding place to come and, and, and see and, and talk to the people. Um, but he, man, he does such a great job, and I admire all of his work. So I would love to talk to him. Yeah, for sure. Well. John, John, and John and John, if you're listening, you Ooh. know where to find us. We could have like John Month. Um, yeah, John Sheska. John, <laughs> John Clausen. John. Oh, yeah. Friends of the show. Yeah. Let's go. Well, Travis, are we up for doing another year of the yarn? Yeah, the first year that we did our our year in review and preview, um, we were at. I, I feel like uh, we put it up. It was like, okay, this is going to be part of the show. We're going to decide if we want to do another year of the yarn or not. Um, and so, I like that you included that this time too. I think we should keep going. Um, I think so too. You agree with that? Until we get Chris Paul and John Shu, we can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm having fun. I love the conversations we get to have, the stories we get to share. Um, I selfishly just love having these conversations with you and all of our guests. I think it's a, a privilege to be able to talk to them, talk to you about children's literature. It's a lot of fun. Here's to 2023. Let's go. 